Journeys Group Studio. This is Taking Care of Business. Good day. This is Tommy Tate. And this is George Tate. Taking Care of Business. Today is the third week in October. Yep. Coming to the end. Mm-hmm. We're almost to the official holiday season with Thanksgiving and Christmas and my favorite time of year. Yeah, we got uh, Halloween and then thanksgiving and christmas then we have november the 8th we have the changing of the full guard uh the <laughs> lord i hope so oh and, and this is also the last time daylight savings time will take effect i know it's permanent after that yeah uh i'm not really sure why that required uh legislative legislative effort hmm, they have to do something well i suppose that's true although I, I did read the other day this is i thought this was kind of interesting apparently i i don't i don't know that i ever knew this Daylight savings time was introduced, I say back in the day, I'm not exactly sure when it was, but it was so that kids could go, kids would not have to be going to school in the dark or that, you know, if they were working on a farm, because that was common, uh, they wouldn't have to be out in the dark. I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I love the old Indians saying that, um, what, what was it? Don't, only, only a white man, only could a white a- man would cut the collar of his shirt off and add it to the bomb and, and say to- he now has a longer shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. I told somebody the other day, they were like, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I said, so, but if the government didn't tell us we had an hour less time, we wouldn't notice. Yeah. Uh, it, but it's a psychological effect of, man, I have an hour less to sleep. And, and that makes all the difference. So speaking of the government, so we have another three quarter percent interest rate raise. Yep. Yeah. I know they were talking about uh, not going three quarters, but I guess they, I guess that never came to fruition. Yeah, they did. Um, I, fully believe we're headed towards what it was when i was growing up which is about a a normal mortgage is going to be six to seven percent and uh yeah right, right now the the fed the federal fund rate is three and a quarter because I, I looked yesterday as as of friday it's three and a quarter yeah, so, so we're, probably, we're probably looking at four by the end of the year probably five and three quarters to six and a quarter percent for a mortgage in which as you said is is sustainable it, nobody, normal, yeah. nobody, nobody really likes it but it's normal it's sustainable and you told me today that um bud is leaving cherry beasley by six points yeah i uh uh heard um uh, heard henry talking the other day that um and i and i saw a poll about it that uh he had a six point lead on her uh which, interesting i thought that was a dead heat race i did too um so it's uh i don't know it's interesting we'll we'll see what happens i hope he wins yeah what are we talking about today we are talking about how what what to do to prepare for a recession how to handle a recession no we're not are we not i thought that's what you told me no this is your show i know it is why are you why are you just no that's not right okay you should have said i don't know father tell me i don't know father tell me i'm glad you asked we're going to talk about uh some of the top concerns that people have during this this type of economy oh okay um i guess we should introduce ourselves first before we get to the show yes. we haven't done that yet. yes my my apologies for getting my my topics mixed up i mm-hmm. i do i do apologize for confusing anyone out there both of you out there listening yes my name is tommy pate i'm a certified financial planner with the journeys group and i'm george pate i'm a financial advisor with the journeys group we are an independent registered investment advisory firm in aden just outside of greenville north carolina our phone number is 252 252- seven four six six seven eight five again that's two five two seven four six six seven eight five you can find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com 
Again, that's www.thejourneysgroup.com. The website has a variety of financial articles that rotate through it. It's got our calendar. Uh, if you want to schedule some time with us, it's got our physical location. Uh, also has links to YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. I was thinking LinkedIn. That one, rather Instagram. LinkedIn's up there too, though. If you're curious about right. it. Anyway, any of our marketing stuff has got linked in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also has our upcoming events, which I think the next one is our Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, if you uh, would like to see the podcast Taking Care of Business, they're all listed there. So if you miss one, you can go get it there. Any of the 19 different podcast platforms. Yep. Have I covered everything? I think so. Now we are ready to jump into some of the top concerns that people have uh, in, during this type of economy. Wow, we, you know what the show's about. Yeah, yeah. All right. With what's going on right now, we have um, there's a lot of concerns. That, well, there is, and, and most ninety nine percent of it is visceral and gut, but really is not necessary. Um, let's talk it from the top. All right, inflation. All right, everybody is absolutely. Uh, they're scared, they're scared to death inflation. of it. Yeah, and <clears throat> we've talked about this before. Uh, the inflation rate we're seeing right now is not abnormal. What, what, what do you think the inflation rate right now is? And this is as of the end of September. Mm, I would say six. 8.2. Oh, I was close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how do you deal with it? If you're a, a just a normal human being that makes a normal income, how do you deal with higher higher prices uh, with a with a, a slower economy? All right. First of all, is prior to this inflationary period, if you were living paycheck to paycheck anyway, then I won't say it's too late, but you were setting yourself up for a disaster. Mm-hmm. The only way to get out of this paycheck-to-paycheck rut is the B word, budget. Ugh. I know. It's, I know. Just, it's a scary thing. Uh, and I know half of y'all veered off the road, ran to a ditch or something, <laughs> or, or went back to sleep, depending upon what time of day you're listening to the show. <laughs> but that's the only way to handle it. Um, rising prices, inflation, really the only place you're probably really, really feeling it is at the gas pump. And, and and we've said before that if gas prices weren't as high as they were, a lot of people may not even may not even notice inflation. Right, All right. But it's just so noticeable there. So if I am living paycheck to paycheck, and inflation is reared its ugly head, what do I do? All right. Well, again, a budget. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's where you start. Yeah. Uh, number two, slow your spending down and cut out unnecessary stuff. We yeah. actually have a meeting this week with a good friend of ours who's not a client, but. Uh, is fixing to change jobs and is going to take a little bit lower pay cut, pay, uh, pay, pay rate. Yeah. Thank you. And wants to look at her budget. So we did. And it's easy for me to, or George to spot stuff if it's your budget because, you know, it's kind of like we can see the trees in the forest. Mm-hmm. But there's like five different things that this, this lady can do to free up some money, some, some, some spending money. Um, so, Take a hard look at your your money. Uh, yes, everything's more expensive. If you haven't had a corresponding increase in your pay, and most people have it, you've got to adjust. And again, if you were living paycheck to paycheck prior to this, you were in a hole already. Yeah, because if it, you know if you're living paycheck to paycheck, that means you are just making it 
when times are okay, when times are good, when there's not inflation. So anytime there's a rapid change for the bad, you're in trouble because you have absolutely no wiggle room, no cushion, no nothing. The vast majority of people with with an eight or nine percent inflation, <coughs> excuse me, if things have been handled properly, your personal finances have been handled properly, you should be thoroughly irritated. But that's all. The big ticket items are typically fixed. Your house payment or rent, your car payment. They're fixed. They're not going to change. They're not going to go up with inflation. Now, gas, higher, yes. Food, higher, yes. What this may mean is you can't go out to eat as much because groceries cost more. Uh, and that's just the that's just reality of the situation. But again, what we're talking about here are just the basic principles of budgeting. You know, we've talked about this before. Just start off by writing down the stuff you got to pay, that fixed stuff we just talked about. And then write down everything else you spend and find out, okay, of, wh- of what else that I spend, where can I make some cuts? Because it's it's, it's all about trimming the fat during a time like this or any time for that matter it's all about trimming the fat so that you've got some cushion at the end of every month so that if something like inflation does happen it's in like you said it's an irritation but it is not an absolute world-ending disaster all right let's talk about interest rates rising interest rates um you know we're just what two minutes ago we're talking about the the prime is now what'd you say four and a quarter three and a quarter three and a quarter okay um all right, first of all, rising interest rates only affect bearable loans. If you've got a fixed mortgage, you've got a fixed car, that's what do you care? Yeah. Yeah. It does affect loans that you shouldn't have, like credit, credit cards, cards or, um, uh, a, or var- a variable loan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where the rise in interest rates are going to affect you or going to hurt you is if you are in the process of buying a home. Yes, mortgages are higher. So you may want to put that off. But for the normal human being, normal American citizen, rising interest rates, again, is more of a pain in the tail than it is a uh, a direct detriment. Yeah, we, we have a, a lot of people that are retired and debt-free that have called freaking out about interest rates. And they, I mean, they owe no money. They're not planning on borrowing any money anytime soon. And, and we, we sit down and meet with them and we say, okay, you don't owe any money to anybody. Why are you worried about interest rates? Yeah. Well, because they're going up. But why does that affect you? If you don't owe any money and you're not planning on owing any money, they can raise interest rates to 25% if they want. It doesn't matter to you. That's like, okay, um, me being concerned that uh, to buy a horse costs a lot more money than it used to. I don't want a horse. Yeah, you're not. You were. So you, you, you didn't want a horse then. You don't <laughs> yeah. want one now. So they can raise it all they want. So really, with rising interest rates, the only thing you really need to do is, is two things that you got to pay attention to: put all big, put all financed financial purposes, purchases off for a bit. In other words, if you're going to buy a car or house, you may want to wait a little bit. And the biggest trap that there is is be aware of those of you that have a home equity line because home equity lines typically are variable. I did not know that. Yep. Typically are variable, and that's the one that will bite you. Hmm. Um, where we see people get in trouble with home equity lines is when you use your home equity line. Let's say you buy a car and you use your home equity line. The uh, payment the bank is going to expect is like a 20-year amortization payment. So if you bought a car on your home equity line, 
and you use the payment the bank recommends, the car will be in the landfill before you're through paying for it. So you have to be careful about that. But really, for the rank-and-file person, home equity lines typically variable. That's where you're going to get bit with interest rates going up. And credit cards as well. Yeah, and credit cards. Yep. All right, the big one, the market. Oh, my God, we're getting more phone calls over people with the freaking out of the stock market. And, yep. guys, and I understand it. I do. I mean, you look at your quarterly statement and you're down $25,000. That's that's a bit discombobulating. Yes, not, not trying to, to uh, take away from anybody's fears or concerns. But, but let's be realistic here. If you are 15 years out from retirement, the market should make no difference to you whatsoever. Uh, you've got plenty of time to recoup. Remember that uh, part of being in the market is the expectation there is some ups and downs. Not expectation, fact. There is some ups and downs. So George is 27. He could care less about the market going up and down. Other, other than it being irritating to hurt my feelings. Yeah. But uh, as far as my overall retirement plan, I haven't blinked twice about it. If you're a 37, same thing. <laughs> If you're 15 years plus away from retirement, this market, really, it's a good thing because everything, the prices are down. You can buy more stuff. You're buying everything super cheap. Yep. If you're, let's say, 10 years away from retirement, in the, in the 10 to 12-year away from retirement, <coughs> you, should, you should begin, have begun your transition to less growth orientation, more conservation. So same kind of rule applies here, all right? I'm beginning uh, to to move to a protective mode, not necessarily hard growth mode. I believe the term you use is circle the wagons. Yes. And so a bad market, eh, not very, not what I want, but again, it's not life-threatening. Now, let me ask this. If we were in a good market, a, a let's let's say we're in the market of, of 20, 2016, you know, 2017, where the market was knocking it out of the park. And I'm 10 years away from retirement. What should I be doing with my portfolio? Still circle the wagons because you never know when this is going to happen. If you've got an appropriate financial plan, then the person that did this plan has assumed that every decade you're going to have a, a period of time like this because statistically that's what happens. And I point that out to say that the market is a concern this year, but if you have an appropriate plan – there is no concern with the market because you're the plan has already factored this in whether the market was up 30 percent or down 30 percent you'd be doing the same thing so that again that's that's why i wanted to point that out so if you're 10 plus years away from retirement you should be in a a fairly conservative uh platform uh so a bad market has minimal impact on your assets if you're 10 years away from retirement or less than 10 years away from retirement and you're still going wide open Mm-mm. That's a mistake because yep. things like this happen. So bottom line is, if you have got the appropriate financial planning has been done for you, uh, a market bad, good, indifferent really is not a concern because it has been factored in as much as it can be. Remember, the market's a random, living, breathing beast. And so we don't know when things are going to happen. We just know that they are. Yeah, we, we can predict that we th- when we think it's going to happen, we know for a fact it will happen, but it's impossible to say when it will happen. I know our opinion of the market has changed a lot in the last 
45 to 60 days. I mean, with, with, uh, just new, there's new information all the time. And so all we can do is take a best estimated guess. But at the end of the day, we know that this type of thing is going to happen. You know, if it's going to go up, it's got to come back down at some point. Especially if you put a 78 year old senile man in charge. Did I just say that out loud? We didn't put him in charge. He's not in charge. You know that. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, how do you prepare for a recession? Okay. This is where I got that from because this was one specific part of the. Uh, well, the you show. shouldn't be looking at my notes. You should be doing your own thing. Quit hanging on to my shirt tail, son. Okay. I'm so sorry. It's time to grow up and do your own radio show. Okay. Now I'm off train. How, how do you prepare for How a, do you prepare for a recession? And the answer is you don't. Well, I think you pre- no, I, I disagree. I think you prepare for a recession by having a financial plan, which you should be doing anyway. My notes say prepare for a recession. Life is normal. Yeah, you, I mean you have a budget, you have minimal debt, and you save money. In other words, you prepare for a recession just like you should be living financially anyway. That's what I mean. You know, there, there's no there's no special tools or special plans you should be doing. I, I, you know, if, you know, you're like this. If you go to Google and but and uh, Google how to survive a recession, I'm sure it's there's a plethora of articles, and they're like they're the same articles that were there two years ago when it's rebranded when it said how to be successful financially. You minimize your debt. You work at savings, and you have a budget. It's just, it's complicated to do, but it's not complicated to understand. And the only reason it's complicated to do is because we have this thing called, what's where I'm looking for? Instant gratification. Oh, instant gratification. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah, here we go. We have, uh, I was curious, so I I looked it up. We have, uh, uh, let's see, pay down debt. Oh, that's just a, a good idea in general. Yep. Um, don't try to time the market. Wow, what a what a great. Uh, That's true. Whether you're in a recessive what a, what a, period or not. Idea. Oh, stockpile savings. Wow, what a fantastic idea. <laughs> oh, uh. so if you think about what we talked about so far today, if you have been handling your finances appropriately, none of this stuff matters. Inflation doesn't matter. I mean, it's gonna you gotta feel it. Don't misunderstand me, but it's it's not a life threatening or life changing event. The, the, you should not be drastically changing your lifestyle because of a recession. Your lifestyle should fit your budget. So, regardless of if interest rates and prices are sky high or they are at the bottom, you should be living the same way. Mm-hmm. Because again, your your budget and what you bring in should account for all of that anyway. Yeah. Personally, me personally, am I aggravated about the inflation? Yeah. Yes. Am I aggravated about rising prices? Yes. Yes. Has it changed my lifestyle? No. No. Interest rates going up don't bother me because I'm not buying anything that requires me to uh, to, uh, uh, to have to, a variable rate. Yeah. Um, you rolled your eyes. I saw that. <laughs> um, Thank you, everybody. I'm not buying a car. Anytime soon? No, I mean you. Everything that you planned on, uh, plan, have planned on doing, you've still done regardless of whether interest rate, regardless of the interest rates, prices, whatever. And you know why? Why? Because I have I a plan financial plan. <laughs> yeah, you planned for it. That, I planned for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you planned for this twenty years ago. Yeah. Probably, probably long. I mean, probably longer than that. Yeah. But you planned for this so long ago, and didn't even not plan for this year. But you planned for. 
the rest I of your life. I planned on being 62. One yeah, day. you planned on being 62. And you planned on the fact that by the time, you know, in between those 20 years, you're going to have a couple of really, really mm-hmm. bad years. Mm-hmm. And so. Now, again, I'm not happy about it. I'm not dancing in the streets. But it hasn't changed my lifestyle either. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you and mom have not slowed down what you've been doing. Y'all are still doing exactly what you want to do that you can afford. Um, exactly what she tells me to do. Exactly. Yep. Um, I didn't mean afford financially. I meant afford. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, and now if you have questions about, and folks, this sounds in, incredibly ridiculous. Well, we, everything we said. Yeah, it, we, we don't. But we don't it is God's flipping. truth. Yeah, we don't I mean, mean it's God's flipping. truth. Uh, you know. None of this stuff should be bothering you. Irritating, yes. Impacting, shouldn't be. If you have questions about this, uh, if you don't believe us. (laughs) (laughs) We'll prove it to you. (coughs) Give us a call at 252-746-6785. Again, that's 252-746-6785. We'll sit down with you and go over what your financial plan should look like. Help you with a budget, all those nasty things that you don't like, so that the next time we have inflation and recession, instead of it being a life-changing event, it becomes a, a grain of sand in the eye, just just an irritant. I like that, yeah. I, mean, we, we, I can't tell and you how you many- turn it into a pearl like the oyster does. That is Ooh, deep. That was oddly beautiful. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm coming out of my shell. You are. Yes, you are indeed. Yeah, we, we um, one of the things we're really good at is is- financial planning i mean that's that's what we do um specifically budgeting retirement planning that sort of thing i can't tell you how many times we have sat across the table from somebody and proved to them with a budget that they can afford to live on what they they make yeah Yeah. that it it just requires some careful planning and just paying attention Um, so now is as good a time as any to start forming those habits perhaps perhaps there may have been a better time than in the middle of a recession to start those habits but not really not really as we've talked about today not really yeah you know if if you are not saving money in the bank now's the time to start doing that if you are not because you're actually getting higher interest rates in the bank now that's true not much so so now is now is better than normal (laughs) if if you're not contributing to a retirement account a 401k which we're going to be talking about next week or or just some sort of retirement fund start doing that right now but again before you do any of this budget and if you need help budgeting call us 252-746-6785 Let's close out today's show with two profound Bible verses. Yes, the, mo- the most important part of the show. Yes. Um, Proverbs 22.7. And I'm paraphrasing this. I'm not, I didn't write everything down. The rich rule over the poor and borrower is slave to the lender. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't help if you're not rich. Well, yes, you can. You can't help if you're not born rich. Um, but you cannot be um, a borrower. You cannot be a slave to the lender. Even the Bible is saying, don't borrow. Don't borrow more than you can afford yeah. to pay back. You know? And last but not least, and this is probably the most, to me, one of the most profound verses and one of the most uh, mangled verses <laughs> is that Matthew 6, 24, you cannot serve God and money. Now, uh, you'll hear that the love of money is the root of all evil or money is the root of all evil. Bible very clear about <clears throat> that the Lord God is first in your life, money should be second. And here's the real irony. And if you don't listen to anything else we say today, listen to this. Uh, Your God, our God, has promised to take care of us. 
And one of the reasons why he doesn't want you obsessing over money is because we got to be dependent on him first, and then the money will come. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to be wealthy and rich and all that, but it means have the proper priorities. And the first priority should be God. Second priority should be your family. And the third should be money. If you're taking care of the first two, it's pretty much an easy street after that. Now, some of you out there that are cynical said, well, if I don't have enough money, I can't. Yeah, that may be true. Uh, that, But uh, the Bible is basically saying if you're obsessing over money and all of your decisions are made based on money, then you can't possibly serve God. And if you're not serving God, it ain't going to be an easy life. Yeah, the Bible actually says. I, I, I just looked it up because I was I was curious. It says, "You cannot serve two masters. You will hate one and love the other. You will uh, devote yourself to one and despise the other." That was that was the the yep. other half of that verse. And again, want to argue about it? Two five two seven four six six seven eight five. Just remember, folks, that in uncertain times like this, inflation, uh, rising interest rates, recession, whatever you want to call it. Um. You don't really change any if you're doing your taking care of your finances appropriately. If you're taking care of your business, one would wow, say. Wow, what a great radio show that'd be. <laughs> uh, if you're taking care of your finances appropriately, there's nothing to change. Mm-hmm. Don't have variable loans, save money, budget, put money in retirement, and most important of all, tithe. Yeah, it's really, it's, you know, when we break it down like that, it's really not that complicated. Mm. It's just not that hard. It's, it requires it's, it's bit, just normal life. It requires a little <laughs> bit of paying attention and some discipline, but it's really not that hard to do. Yep. 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 All right. Um, I hear the music, and so we need to get out of here. We appreciate you letting us spend some time with you today. Hope you have a great rest of the day, and look forward to visiting with you next week. This is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and perspectives for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC-registered investment advisor.